0: Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Uh, we are excited to be here today. It is a wonderful day in beautiful Ohio. We have gray skies, rain. Uh, it's not really freezing drizzle, but it's really about the worst weather you can imagine. So a standard uh, winter day in Ohio. I am glad to be here and I am glad to have with me our, our diversity hire, our true commitment to DEI, uh, Producer Andrea. How are you doing today, Producer Andrea?
1: I'm good. Thank you, Renz. Thanks for having me
0: yes 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 <laughs> well the people only watch because of you um, I'm convinced that uh, that the the uh, you know ninety percent of our audience comes to listen to you and uh, they they tolerate me along with it uh, as an added bonus I see we have here the short stack herself the queen of all things under five foot Frankie Rodriguez uh, hello to Frankie who is uh in the comments and all over the place. Um, we're feeling good today, uh, despite the world being on fire around us. But before we get to that, uh, we, we, we have to open up with our commitment to DEI. Until, <laughs> until they quit teaching our kids about perversion in schools, we need to show our commitment to DEI because we don't want anyone's feelings to be hurt. I mean, we can't have anybody who is hurt. And uh, I'm actually going to open up with our DEI thing today because we have a brand new, uh, well, identity <laughs> that you can have. And I want to open with that because uh, we want anybody who identifies as abrosexual, whoever abrosexual we want anybody Ooh. who identifies as abrosexual to to feel comfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the time, Renzo, we want the abrosexual population of the world to feel comfortable. I mean, we don't want to miss out on those both of those audience members, right? So yes. for, the two, for the two people with the mental illness that identify as abrosexual, um, we want you to feel comfortable. What is welcome. it, though,
1: Renz? What's the definition? Well, abrosexual,
0: they- you don't, I mean, who doesn't know this, right? <laughs> um, uh, quote, uh, for those of you who don't know what abrosexuality is in layperson's terms, it simply means when someone's sexual identity fluctuates and changes.
1: Oh, um, okay. So they're confused.
0: Yeah. This per- l- Listen, it's a good thing. I mean, mm-hmm. this uh, this person who, who apparently identifies as abrosexual said, when I was growing up, I'd never heard the term. You were either straight, gay, lesbian, as far as the 90s society was concerned. Anything else was made up, she wrote. Now she feels much better, folks. Because
1: no oh, goodness, well, I don't
0: now it feels much better. What the hell do I call it? Um, what pronoun do I use? <sighs> there is no good explanation for what pronoun I should use for this thing, this creature. This creature is apparently Ambrose, which means you, he, he, it, them, they, bar, z. They,
1: they I, fluctuate. So what the hell am I supposed to do with that? I, I found another treasure trove and I'll I'll share it with you, Renz, but it gets better.org has oh. a glossary um it's an lb lgbtq plus glossary and it's really fascinating talks oh. about the cisgender coming out drag i mean what i'm seeing in it though is these there's like excessive amounts of defining you know like they give everything a a g e g i that's gender expansive gender queer gender non-conforming yeah and this is actually a really nice site with all these great pictures and everything but i keep like what you were just talking about i keep going to the fact that everything has to be so defined that now they've like literally created their own glossary their own dictionary for someone who wants to just not be judged and like let me just be who i'm gonna be and i might be confused and i just want you to let me love and let love right love and let love
0: yeah well that's that's
1: like the whole thing right but yet They've turned it like completely backwards and gone 180 where they're like, we're going to like specifically define every area of the spectrum so that you can fit into a box. If it's just love and let love, then why is there such an obsession with definitions?
0: I kind of liked it better when no one cared.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. Just be a decent human being, please. And
0: and please, please quit telling my children about it.
1: Yeah, you've created now a dictionary with 5,000 moronic, idiotic, mentally deranged terms.
0: Yes. That you hang like you dangle in front
1: of our children because you think that when they grab onto one, it helps them become better human beings. What is going on?
0: Yeah, Uh, until such time, I'm going to continue with our diversity, uh, equity, inclusion initiative right up until the point that they quit pushing this perversion on our kids. Uh, yeah, that's, Fair. that's when, uh, you yeah, I don't know, you may be, uh, shifted at that point and transferred out of your, uh, diversity, higher status to something else. <laughs> I don't know who knows at that point, you could be like a global warming leader or something like that. Um, uh, I, I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah. Thank you, Frankie. She summarized what I was trying to say. They're, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: The the labeling. Don't label me, but they're obsessed with labels.
0: Yeah, don't 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 <laughs> don't label me as messed up in the head. But I'm gonna tell yeah. you, I'm abrosexual. <laughs> okay. Um, and I
1: have to take that seriously. Okay.
0: Well, it's super serious. I mean, it's we, super serious. You no, know,
1: we're being very mean by not taking this seriously.
0: Well, uh, you're you're being mean. I mean, I'm taking it. I mean, I I have a diversity hire. I actually hired someone. To deal with diversity issues, I mean, it's what you're here for, right? I mean, we 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 have uh, we have the short stack, and we have you. I mean, we are all about diversity here. Um, some of us are tall, like me. Some of us are not tall, like uh, uh, well, others. We won't mention any names. Um, but good things come in small packages, <laughs> although sometimes they come in big packages. Yeah, we're, we're diversity. Be
1: careful; all you might it. be you're being racist when you say things like that. That's be true. Be careful. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's true. well. And Frankie says, "Keep the DEI going. Maybe they won't be able to sense us." That's what we're mm-hmm. doing here.
2: We're taking we this seriously. All
0: things big and small, we should embrace things. All things, regardless of what's going on or how mm-hmm. mentally ill or deranged they are, just embrace it and and uh, get down with the sickness. Remember the, the song <laughs> "Down with the Sickness."
1: Uh, we are we are like sharing the articles, and I mean, again, this glossary we'll go over probably in the future because you really have to look at it. Oh. and you haven't had time to really look at this. It is, it's really special. It oh. really is special.
0: I'm eager to look at it. Maybe we can include that It gets tomorrow. better
1: project. So it's a project. I wonder how much money they've raised for this. It gets better project and it's it better.org glossary.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, uh-oh, short stack weighed in. Uh, sh- sh- and, and Frankie <laughs> is the voice of all things that, that are uh, small. Um, uh, so... Uh, short stack, just weighed in. Uh, big is racist against little people, according to Frankie. Well, we don't want to be racist based on someone's size. I'm not sure. Well, but racist. we
1: already talked about this. Like, I know she's, this is, people think we're just joking. No, remember? If you... If you don't like fat. If, if you don't like fat and you're um, attracted to, maybe, there, maybe this is in one of the glossaries, an athletic build yeah. and you don't, you're not attracted to an obese build, yeah. Then it really does mean you're racist. This was, I thought Arizona, but I keep saying it's Arizona State. It could have been yeah. another university. We okay. shared, we shared that our, we shared that whole. They did a like a entire study on it. You are yeah. racist yeah. if you don't like being fat.
0: I know Arizona State had the study on uh, black male privilege.
1: Black male so, privilege. So men
0: have mm. men that are black have privilege because they're they're men.
1: Oh, this was the gal with the big glasses. I think you saw like a TikTok video of her or something. Oh that yeah, yeah, the psychopath, I the psycho, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was based on an actual crazy
0: person university
1: who, research being done. The the highly yeah. prestigious university research that's being done in our in our yeah. society today.
0: Uh-oh. 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 Frankie's calling me out. Um Tiny Phobic. I do have a fear of small things, I guess.
1: No, you you said many times that you like little people. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do.
0: I think that's awesome. I mean, uh, if you got the short end of the growth stick, you got the short end of the growth <laughs> stick. <Of> course, right? <laughs> Doesn't mean not
1: like it. God made you just the way you're supposed to be. That's right.
0: That's right. Uh, good things come in small packages. Uh, we <laughs> we just keep going back to that, right? Um, uh, oh, and Frankie's fat phobic. Um, so she must be racist too, even though, which oh, is she interesting. Can't, she
1: can't be diversity higher than, nope.
0: yeah, she, she she can't. she's fat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting thing because I mean, you know, I don't, I thought you couldn't be racist if you weren't white. I thought only white people could be racist.
1: Mm. No, Frankie, because now there's black male privilege. Yeah. No, well, and
0: Frankie is not white. I mean, I'm no, unless she not, she identifies as white. Frankie, you're in, Frankie's in the comments here. Frankie, yeah. do you identify as white today? I mean, <laughs> is that why you're racist? Um.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. All uh, of her cons- conservative loving, you know, <laughs> yeah. her values definitely align as a white Christian nationalist.
0: So we definitely have a uh, politically correct show happening today. It didn't take <laughs> longer off the rails. Um, all right. So let's uh let's uh, uh, let's, uh let, let, let's try and get onto something a little all more, right. more. Um, All right,
1: down to business.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm not even reading Frankie's turn.
1: You have yeah, to look you, into
0: the comments yourself.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You must must look at Shortstack's comments today.
0: Yeah, Shortstack's comments are the best. Uh, we, lo- <laughs> we love Shortstack. All right. All right. I, wanna, I just want to open up with this. So, you know, listen, we got all this stuff happening, and I support the Jewish people very, very much. And what's happened in Israel is completely unacceptable. But I think General Flynn, uh, he really nailed this. He really nailed this. And I think this is absolutely correct. And uh, we're going to get after that. We're going to get into vaccinations. We're going to get into uh, insurrections, all sorts of stuff. But I want to just do this video to start out with. Uh, so here's the general, and he's asking about uh, the the massacre that occurred in Israel, and I think this
2: is really important. Either Netanyahu was aware, and I and I, you know, I'm not going to a- allege that right now. His southern zone, and I have called for this. His southern zone commander, the commander of the IDF, and the commander or the, the the leader of his of his intelligence forces, they should all be removed from those positions, pending the outcome of a major, serious investigation to determine. What caused the breakdown of security on the 7th of October? Because now, fast forward to, you know, we're getting ready to go into the third month of this thing. Doesn't look like it has any happy ending and it looks like it's going to go on and on. And we have we have uh, uh, all kinds of weapon systems being used against U.S. forces now throughout that region. So this thing is getting really bad and it's because It was a decision made to have a security stand down on the 7th of October for seven hours on the southern zone of Israel up against the fence line of Gaza Strip. And I'm telling you folks, that wasn't done out of happenstance. That's not a coincidence. Somebody made that decision. Don't know whether it's Netanyahu that made it, his Southern Zone commander who made it. Somebody made it, because there's no way in the world for the security breakdown that the Israelis had on that day. And, and General Flynn, you
0: were telling me when we were eating lunch that you've been there. You've,
2: you've yeah. been given tours. You've been up on yeah, the towers. I've, I mean- walked, I've walked in. I, I know what their intelligence, I know what their security system is made of, and I know the, the levels that they go through. They have multiple layers of defenses. They have multiple layers of electronic uh, detection systems. They have, they have drones, they have balloons, they have people watching them from all sorts of cameras. It is one of the most secure borders in the world, if not the most. So this secure is a major scandal. Oh, it's a huge scandal. And, and that's why I say, like, we, we, you know, we've got to fight this war and we've got to figure out, you know, I mean, we've got to be very careful about we don't get dragged into something that we don't want. And I, there, there is a lot of people in Washington, D.C., the uniparty that wants us to just have this endless war where it's just a big racket of war and they make a lot of money and they make a lot of money off the U.S. taxpayers. Where do people find your be-
0: All right, folks. Um, either, either. I don't know what to say about that other than it's exactly what we've been talking about. Uh, at the end of the day, You've got a situation where uh, you have the most guarded and secure border on the planet. And somehow a bunch of guys in pickup trucks, combines, and parachutes were able to just cross right in and slaughter a bunch of Jewish people. Now, were there ter- was this terrorism? Was this horrible? Absolutely. But was it a pretense for war? was it real? Was this false flag? Was this garbage? And I think it's a real question to ask, right? It was a real question. And, you know, it's an interesting thing when I see the people talking about the pro-Palestinian this, pro-Palestinian that, I disagree with you entirely. But let's be real clear here. This doesn't happen by accident. And the question is, who did what on the inside? That's what we need to know. I leave it to General Flynn. I leave it to the experts on this. This isn't my. This isn't my. Uh, this isn't my first wheelhouse. You know, I mean, this is a little bit outside my scope. But I do think it's a real question to ask: Is this something designed to pull the United States into a war that we don't want to be in? I don't want to be into some sort of global conflict in the Middle East over some nonsense. Um, I absolutely support the Jewish people, the Israeli people, uh, and their right to defend themselves. But I think we need to ask them. Why did they let this happen? All right, let's move on. And we have a, we have a great comment from someone. It's almost always a false flag, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I don't know. I, do you, Does anybody believe that a bunch of guys in tractors and parachutes were able to fly over the most defended border on the planet? That's just stupid to me. That's just stupid. All right, let's talk COVID. Let's talk COVID for a minute. Um, by the way, make sure you're hitting share. Get people going. We need people to know we're on. Uh COVID, COVID, COVID. Uh, I'm I'm very sad to report. This is devastating. Um, well, Bernie Sanders somehow, and this is really difficult to understand because Bernie Sanders is a poster boy for vaccination. I mean, he has every vaccine he can possibly get. I mean, this man's boosted to the kilter, and somehow he tested positive for COVID. How is that? How in the hell could Bernie get COVID? He is super safe with this super safe and effective drug. I mean, these vaccines keep him safe from anything. And so, you know, but now, but don't worry, folks. According to the, uh, to the gateway pundit, quote, following the advice of the office of the attending physician, today I received the safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine. As the vaccine is being distributed, we must all continue wearing masks and engage in social distancing. That is how we will beat the virus and end this terrible pandemic. That's that's from Bernie Sanders, right? Um, now he's got COVID. I I I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, this is this is how we're going to end the pandemic, right? He gets a vaccine, and the the pandemic's over. Uh, what's going on here, right? But somehow. Uh, he, he seems to have gotten COVID despite the fact that he ended the pandemic by getting the
1: vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the healthiest people on the planet are those that are vaccinated and triple quadruple boosted. Correct. Well, they're, mean, they're, they're walking the streets right now, looking at us unvaccinated saying, ha ha, I told you so. Right. Cause we're, we're the sick ones. Wait, how's this playing out right now?
0: Well, that's an interesting thing. And it's an interesting thing that you, you bring that up because how many
1: people that are unvaccinated are um regretful at the moment? Well, are they uh, worried about RSV and COVID right now? The I unvaccinated? Think
0: I, I think there was that one. No, no, there wasn't. Nope. Um, nope. Uh <clears throat> no, nobody's 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 feeling bad about that. Listen, it's just ridiculous. Nobody cares about this, is just Sanders is an idiot. And uh, you know, we've got a couple more. So we've got uh, a couple really interesting follow-ups uh, articles there that are that are obviously, obviously just conspiracy theory. And I'm grateful to know that big pharma. By the way, did you guys did you guys know that uh, big pharma's apparently assigned full-time community notes guys to just post a community note on every show that I do?
1: I mean yesterday I love have... the community notes it's actually like a it's like a fun thing that we we get to laugh at every day now like can't wait for that community note well
0: yesterday we dropped a pretty big bomb on this whole uh uh vaccine thing right I mean it was a pretty big deal you know talking talk about the the fact that they knew that these caused cancer and that it was a delayed reaction and that they knew that its shedding was there and we're gonna to keep dropping more on this but uh you know uh, I, I just uh, I, it was funny because the second I got done, within a half hour of the show ending, I had you know multiple community notes posted, and then they upvote them. So we need to make sure that if you're following us on Twitter, if you up if you see any community notes, make sure that you're voting against the garbage ones and for the right ones because um, it, it's really something. It's something. The censorship, the way this whole thing's going down, is ridiculous. Um, but anyways, so we, we've got a couple follow-up articles to this that are really important. Before I get into those, uh, please go to TomRens.com. Uh, y- If you support our work, if you like our show, if you like what we do, we need 100,000 people, 20 bucks a month. Uh, we need you to hit share. Right now, hit share, right? If you're on Twitter, if you're on Rumble, hit share. Just share, follow, follow, share. That's a, real easy. Hit that. And then, uh, you know, help us get the word out. And uh, share, share the Tom Rens show on the America Out Loud network uh, and support the America Out Loud network across the board. And then most importantly, dot com. Seven letters. It's an easy one, right? You go to Tom, com. We need 20 bucks a month from 100,000 people. We can launch lawfare on a massive scale. Legal work, political work, PR work, education work, all this stuff is tied in. It's all part of lawfare. We can do these things if we're funded. The more funding we have, the more we can do. We're all in on the freedom fight, but we can only go as far as we've got the resources to do it, right? I'm one man. I got two hands 24 hours in a day. I'm peaked out 24 7. I've been peaked out for years now. So, what we got to do is we got to have the resources to delegate and to get other people working. If you can help us, we're exceedingly grateful. And, uh, you know, that's really what we have to do to make sure that uh, that this fight grows and that we continue to, to push the freedom ball down the field. So I really appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate all that you do.
1: Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
0: My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work.
1: Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at EnergeticHealthInstitute.org. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA redox cell signaling molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out Out AmericaOutloud.shop. Look for ASEA. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
2: America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of
1: humanity.
0: All right. Back to COVID. Uh, Now, fully vaccinated Bernie Sanders... Has COVID again, which we don't understand. That's almost impossible. But uh, he, you know, he does stand behind the safe and effective moniker, uh, which is interesting uh, because you know yesterday we dropped in the show a bunch of information where we talked about uh, the the fact that the FDA knew that gene therapy drugs can cause cancer, and the COVID vaccines are gene therapy drugs. There's no question about that. Uh, per the FDA's definition, right? I've posted the FDA's definition. I've posted Pfizer and Moderna's documents talking about the fact that these are gene therapy drugs, right? There's no question about it. So, they, they uh, gene therapy drugs do have the potential to cause cancer, according to the FDA. And Fauci said, we got to trust the science, so trust your FDA. So, with that said... Um, it's interesting because community notes told me that COVID vaccines can't cause cancer, right? Uh, they, they can't cause cancer at all. Well, if that's the case, I'm curious why this study or this uh, Swiss health insurance data is showing a 73% increase in cancer treatment for people who uh, uh, cancer since 2020, right? So since 2020, we see a 73% increase in people receiving cancer treatments. Well, what's changed since then? Well, I mean, yeah, there's a couple gene therapy drugs out there. um, And, you know, yeah, the FDA says that they might cause cancer, but clearly that's a conspiracy theory. I know because community notes told me it's a conspiracy theory. Uh, Community notes on Twitter has been very clear that it is not true at all that mRNA can cause cancer. Even though the FDA says that gene therapy can cause cancer, and even though Pfizer and Moderna and everybody else admits that the COVID vaccines and mRNA are gene therapies, clearly, uh, I don't know, there's something missing here. Right? Something missing. And now that we see the DNA contamination in the COVID vaccines, which I think is intentional, I know that's my belief, I don't think it's an accident, um, it becomes even more clear that, you know, that this could have uh, that sort of cancerous effect. But uh, yeah, now we have statistics, and we see more and more statistics. I mean, we saw it in the DMED data. We've seen it in updated data all over the place. We've seen it in uh, insurance data. And now we have a Swiss health insurer talking about this dramatic increase in cancer treatment. I wonder why. Um, they're safe and effective, though, Andrea. Did you know that?
1: Very safe and effective. I mean, yesterday, again, all joking aside, the the research that you shared just made me livid. I'm just angry. I mean, we've talked about how your wife is battling cancer. What I keep talking about is they fault you know the signals on statistics aside and then even their research aside, we're living this. Yeah. they can't they can't lie to us because, again, I have people that don't follow the research and they they don't have time to watch our show. They don't have time to do the research we do. They that's, don't that's live wrong. and everybody should they watch don't. <laughs> live in the freedom fight 24-7 because they're literally just trying to take care of their kids. You know, these are blue-collar workers. You know, these are school teachers and, and truckers. If you want to take
0: care of your kids, you should have them watch the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should play it every night for your kids, right? No. no. But um, we're living it. There's an increase in cancer. There's an increase in myocarditis and, and things going on with children. There's things that there's, you know, that whole six degrees of separation. With everyone I've talked to, I would say it's one out of three people we know if not less, that are, have been negatively impacted since these vaccinations have rolled out, whatever that means. They're, that's oh. kind of a big term, but they've told me, I know that my loved one was hurt after the vaccine, or I'm seeing a huge increase in death, uh, increased mortality, increased cancers in my family and in the people around me. They cannot lie to us when we're living it. We are living it.
0: Well, I mean, and speaking of living it, here's another uh, study on the the safe and effective COVID vaccines. And this is the stupidest study I've ever agreed with, right? <laughs> and the reason it's stupid is because you know I, I don't the fa- sometimes it's like doing a study to see if the skies blue, no kidding, right? Uh, well, in Ohio, it's not; it's gray. Uh, but, anyways, so headline: Epoch Health study finds COVID vaccination independently associated with long COVID syndrome. No crap. Let let me walk you through this. For those of you that don't understand or don't know, this study says if you got the vaccine, it's there's an association between getting the vaccine and uh, having long COVID. Right? Okay. Let me help you out with this. If you get the COVID vaccines, you're injecting a mod RNA part, part, bazillions of mod RNA particles into your system. They're being carried by lipid nanoparticles and other such uh, things. And uh, they're they're going into your system. And even though they say that it sits in your deltoid, we know it's very clear. It goes all over your body. It's everywhere, right? Those mRNA particles train your body to make the spike protein, right? So your body then starts producing the spike protein. Now, we don't know how long those particles stay in your system. We don't know how long your body continues to produce the spike protein. We don't know anything for sure on that because the only information we have is information from uh, the the big pharma, uh, big government liars who told us that it just goes into your deltoid and dissipates in three days. Well, that's an absolute lie. We know that it goes all over your body. We know that everything they've said is a lie, and so we don't know how long. They also said it was messenger RNA, which it's not. Pfizer's admitted that it's mod RNA. I posted that a while back on my Twitter feed and uh, with screenshots of Pfizer saying it. So, you know, this is something that's real clear that there's a bunch of lies, right? Your body then produces these spike proteins all over, right? The spike proteins are the pathogen that causes the problems from COVID. So then you've got these spikes that are the same thing that make you sick when you get COVID floating around your body. It's a real shock that these that these spikes would, would or the, you know that doing this would create long COVID symptoms. Who would have thunk it, right? It's basically the same thing covid does. I mean, it, you're you're teaching your body to make a uh, make covid. I mean, essentially. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard folks, but it's true and I'm glad there's a study on it. But uh, you know, I mean, why does Bernie Sanders have covid? Well, because he was vaccinated. I said in 2021, get the jab, get covid. Right, you have permanent COVID if you get the jab. I literally have talked about this for over two years. And great, we've got a study backing it up. Uh it's funny. It's funny. I mean, these guys, you know, they want to tell me a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a doctor. You don't need to be a doctor to know that if you make if you train your body to make COVID, it's gonna make you have COVID. I mean. And I understand there's a distinction between COVID and the spike protein. I understand how it works. You don't have to explain it to me. And I understand for my doctor friends who are saying, you know, you need to be more precise in your language. They're right. I probably should. But essentially, listen, the spike protein's the problem. If your body's producing it, or uh, you know, you're going to have the problem. And that's what the COVID vaccines do, is they train your body to produce a spike for an indefinite period of time, or at least a, a period of time that we do, we the people don't know about. So um, anyway, th- there's three stories all talking about the safe and effective COVID vaccines. I think it's all very important. Don't you feel better about this?
1: <laughs> I, I love, I love the safe and effective. So when you were talking, I was thinking again of yesterday's show and the evidence that you laid out the evidence that you found from their own research was that they knew there were a lot of problems with this at very least. It was a very dangerous technology. And, you know, a lot of people won't call them vaccines because it's, it's not a typical traditional vaccine. They're not They're They're a technology that honestly, the, the people making them, and and injecting them into you and telling you they're safe and effective have no way of proving to you that they're safe and effective. They're just telling you that. Instead, they've actually put out opposite research saying, we're not sure if these are safe. We're pretty sure that they can possibly do these bad things, but take them anyway. It's a huge experiment. So when something's an experiment, how can you call it safe and effective? At very least, they should be saying, this is an experiment that we hope is safe and effective but we don't know because uh, no one knows
0: well, under the nuremberg code and under federal law you're required to talk about yes. something being an experimental vaccine they just lie about it mm-hmm. i mean and since biden is the most corrupt individual on the planet uh, his government won't do anything about them lying about it. So, no. uh, and the courts don't want people to be able to enforce the law against the government. They want the government to be able to enforce the law against the people, which is a really untenable position for a country based on freedom, uh, because it's allowing corruption to fester. And that's something that we're going to have to address here. But, um, you know, I just did a thing there, by the way. This was me, uh, being a professional (laughs) broadcaster. Did you
1: do like the bridge thing again? I did did a
0: bridge thing. Um,
1: I'm so proud of you.
0: Like, like at some point people are going to start thinking, oh my God, he actually knows how to do this. I don't, (laughs) I'm making it up, but, uh, you know, professional broadcaster, almost something. (laughs) So speaking of corrupt courts. Uh, headline, and this is from Joe Pegs. Joe Pegs is my buddy. I like Joe Pegs. I love his show. I, I get on there. I, it's been a while. We should reach out to Joe. I haven't been on there for a bit, but I love the Joe Pegs show. He does one of the best interviews of anyone I've ever met. He's just a great interviewer. But uh, headline, Joe Peggs, Uh Biden's DOJ sent out memo to judges asking to loosen restrictions on illegal migrants under 21. So the Biden Department of Justice sent out a memo to these judges telling them what they should do with these kids. Uh, That's a separation of powers issue in my mind. I mean, why is the president trying to influence the judicial branch? Why is he telling them what to do? I mean, I suppose it's okay that he asks, and it's probably not uh, outright illegal for him to ask, but is it happening? Did they do it? Are the judges doing that, or are they just applying the law as they're supposed to, right? Joe Biden is not is neither qualified nor capable of telling these judges what the law says or is. So for him to try and influence the judges who are absolutely and completely supposed to be just so servants of the, the language of the law is outright wrong. This is a huge deal. You have corruption on a massive scale with this. Yeah, Biden's Department of Justice sent out a memo asking immigration judges to treat cases involving migrants under the age of 21 as part of a child docket that loosens restrictions on court absences. All right? Well, I mean, without getting into Pizzagate, which is obviously a conspiracy theory, even though Liz Croken is being proven right on a daily basis, Uh. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that they're really focused on letting these kids under 21 who disappear and don't show up for court, uh, off the hook. I wonder why that is. Wouldn't be trying to eliminate their record, would they? Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't know. What I do know is that, uh, you know, they even, they even get into this, uh, you know talking about uh the the victim of trafficking stuff in this. I mean it's a good article I suggest you go to the Joe show uh dot com. Is a good look at the article it's worth reading it's it's just sick it's just absolutely sick uh you know I don't know uh,
2: yeah
1: I mean the the sickest part of the humanitarian crisis that we face with having open borders and this isn't just here. It's open borders worldwide. Obviously ours are atrocious and we're kind of an epicenter in a very sad way of, of human trafficking. The border being open is about human trafficking. It's not about taking care of immigrants. It's not what it's about. And, and real immigrants know that, (laughs) you know, people who've actually migrated legally and lawfully to our country are banning together with us. Patriots and people who are trying to close the border and manage the border because they came here to be safe. They came here to live in a safe community. So they came here to build that American dream, to be able to take care of their families and 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 make a living. Yeah. Having an open border is the opposite of what they came here for. Yeah. Having an open border is about human trafficking, and I won't argue about anything else with people when it comes to that. Put, get, get me in front of AOC. I'd love it yeah. because – Talk to me about the human trafficking when we're talking about a 1% issue versus a 99% issue. That open border is... That's what it's all about.
0: Well, this is the thing, right? So, like, when we talk about why I support controlling immigration, and I do, we need to shut that southern border. Yeah, yeah. The reason for that... I'm a humanitarian. Like, I'm big on human rights, big on that sort of stuff. It's because if we stop the drugs, and the human trafficking, that's a big human rights issue. There's no benefit. It's not like we've got just good, peaceful refugees trying to make their way across. We've got mechanisms for them to make their way across if that's there. There are mechanisms to... I'm all for passing legislation that creates a mechanism for the people to come to this country when they're actually in need. What I'm against exactly. are terrorists from Iran, yeah, terror, China, uh, military Chinese people, and uh, human trafficking and fentanyl yep. coming across the border in massive scales. That's the issue. And the thing is is these leftists are just damn liars about this. They act like they're doing this out of some sort of compassion or caring. They're not doing this out of compassion or caring. They're just doing this for one reason. They're, they're doing this because they're getting paid off and people are making money off of the criminal activity. So uh, we need to shut down that southern border. Joe Biden is a piece of shit as mm-hmm. usual. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> okay, speaking of corruption, hey, look at that. Did it again. Another oh,
1: another bridge. Boop, boop, boop. Here we go.
0: Yeah, look at this. Look at this professional broadcaster. Um, uh, headline gateway pundit. Breaking. Now there's proof. Brad Raffensperger uh, lied to President Trump when he told him in January 2021 phone call there was no fraud in the 2020 election. So the rhinos in Georgia, the, the crooks and rhinos, Lied, Uh, all right. So uh, I'm just gonna. I gotta share this. This is huge, folks. This is huge. In late December 2020, President Trump made a call with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who, by the way, was uh, well claims to be a Republican, I believe, Um, and uh, wanted to talk to him about uh, the fraud that his auditor found in the election. And there was a lot of evidence, you know, and and the auditor could show it, and he did, that the the election was uncertifiable. But Raffensperger's office, uh, they they secretly recorded the phone call, lied about its contents, and then leaked it to the Washington Post. Uh, Raffensperger, they, they leaked a fraudulent transcript on the call. Fraudulent, like they made it up. According to the G- Gateway Pundit. Uh, so they they then got caught. The Washington Post, uh, you know, puts their stuff out because the WAPO is about as rotten of a uh, publication as there is on the planet. And uh, you've got this whole disaster here, right? So they do all this damage and, they you know, trying to push this impeachment, all these different things. And this is coming from Republicans, Right. And the real question, and I think that Trump's lawyers should be looking into this if they're not already, is what role did Raffensperger and all these people have in what's happening right now? Uh, what, what's going on here? You know, are these lawsuits, are these criminal actions, all these things happening against Trump, what role did they have in it? Because this guy lied outright, apparently. Uh, if that's the case, if that's the case... I think Trump should go after Raffensperger. I think he should go after him in a monumental way. They should go. I, if I were Trump and I found I found this out, I mean, I would have a lawsuit against that guy second to none. I mean, this is absolutely shocking. For this guy to, to actually, for this guy to undermine the president in that way, there was an insurrection on January 6th, but it wasn't by Donald Trump. It was against Donald Trump. And it was a large, large, large thing with lots of people involved. And I wonder whether or not uh, Raffensperger and the Republicans in Georgia that were selling Trump down the, down the toilet, I wonder if, uh, if they were involved in it. Uh, it's a fair question, right? It's a very fair question. Did uh, the Republican Party of Georgia conspire, collude, do what's necessary? To uh, you know, facilitate this whole narrative that, that the election fraud wasn't real and that Trump committed the insurrection. I mean, we the people need to stand up on this insurrection bit. We really got to do it. And I want to tie this in with another story on uh, front page. The insurrection clause doesn't apply without a declaration of insurrection. So this is related to the Colorado ba- ballot, right? Uh, and, you know, this, this egregiously unconstitutional ruling by the uh, Colorado Supreme Court that Trump can't be on uh, the ballot there because of the insurrection. Well, first of all, Trump didn't have an insurrection. The FBI, uh, Mike Pence, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, apparently the Georgia Republican Party. There were a lot of people that I think were involved with an insurrection, but that was an insurrection against Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't do it, in my opinion. So, you know, this is a, this is an absurd ruling, but one of the things that I hadn't seen before, and I really like this thought, right. Is, uh, this guy pointed out and said, Hey, uh, there, there was no actual declaration of an insurrection. There was none. You know, they they want to claim that there's an insurrection. But, you know, when we look at the insurrections that have been declared, I mean, those were declared by Congress. And, uh, and he, he points out the insurrection that was declared by concert, Congress background civil war. Now, there, there is no, who the hell is calling this an insurrection? Under what, in what way, shape, or form can you call, call this an insurrection led by Donald Trump? I mean, we're not looking at the facts. We're not investigating this. This whole thing is fraud. The whole thing is wrong. And this is what we're seeing everywhere, right? Whether it's COVID, whether it's the Israeli border being left open, whether it's uh, the uh, uh, the nonsense that we're seeing on the southern... Everything we see is a lie, folks. Everything we see, everything. So now, uh, where does that leave us? By the way, I see Defender of Freedom in the comments. Uh, we we love the defender. She's awesome. Uh, shout out to Katie. Um, anyways, this is this is just part of a a just tremendous, tremendously corrupt and intentional action. Uh, you got to look at what's happening here, folks. Nothing you see is true. Nothing you see. There is no insurrection except for the one that was led by Mike Pence, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, the FBI, and the uh, Capitol Police against Donald Trump on January 6th. That insurrection existed, right? That insurrection was a legitimate thing. It was against a sitting president of the United States. Trump didn't do anything. And the fact that a few people got, uh, you know, got uh, got rounded up and pulled into, uh, uh, you know, this the, the Capitol after they were waved in by the police, that's not at all a Trump insurrection. So anyways, that's that. Um, how do you feel about the insurrection? Are you an insurrectionist producer, Andrew?
1: <laughs> well, I did identify as an insurrectionist last week, I think, cause we were fired up about Colorado. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's happened, you know, to the J sixers, the whole thing is beyond belief. You know, everything that we're living through years ago, yeah. we would have been like, oh, that can't happen in America. I mean, these guys that are still waiting trial years later and have been locked up and um, just everything that happened at, at, on J6 is something that um, it's it's kind of shocking that some players on the other side can just turn their back on it. Um, we We need transparency there. We need transparency because if they can do that to these Americans, lock them up without due process and with this complete sham, you know, fraud idea of an insurrection and then what they're doing to Trump. You know, everyone's talking about how important free and fair elections are. It's pretty obvious and clear to us what the motivation was there. It's pretty yeah. pretty clear to most Americans and again, this isn't a partisan thing. I've talked to people that sit on every side of the aisle. They want their vote to count. They want to know that we actually live in a republic and not many Americans feel that way right now. There's no. not a whole lot of people that think that there's not some real shady, you know, unlawful stuff going on with our elections. No one is confident in them. And with, without no. that, we have nothing. Without that, we don't have a Republic.
0: Yeah, no, I would agree. And I, I, you know, I saw some in the comments, we've got um, mentioned the military being involved. The military is involved, right? And let's, let's just be real clear about this. So we don't, I'm not into the whole, uh, there's a bunch of people waiting to save the day thing. I mean, if there are, it doesn't change anything for me. I, I, I would be wonderful if there are, and I hope that that's true. But regardless, um, I still have to fight either way. That said, I can tell you based on evidence that our intelligence agencies, the CIA and the Department of Defense, were actively involved in the creation of SARS-CoV-2 and the vaccines. We know that, right? This was this was. Absolutely indisputable, in my opinion. So were were they involved? What else were they involved in, right? There's evidence that suggests that they may or may not have been aware or involved in elections. I mean, obviously, we've got issues at the southern border. But the CIA, I think, is really one of the key groups we've got to go after, and I haven't said much about them this week, and i got to stay on their most most desirable to shoot list. Um, The CIA is absolutely without any real oversight. They do whatever they want to do. They do however they want to do it. And there is no one overseeing their actions. When you have the kind of money going through an entity that that agency has with no oversight, you've got a recipe for disaster. And our military and our intelligence communities have absolutely... uh, you know, they've, they've, they've been a disaster. They've been a disaster. So, yeah, I think that there's really a a critical thing to understand here that we have certain, uh, certain people, uh, within our federal government. And it's not all of them. I'm sure there's good guys there just like everywhere else, but we have a number of people who are corrupt that are pushing and fighting against our country from the inside. And until we clean out the corruption, we're in trouble. We're just, we just are. There's nothing we can do to fix this until we recognize that there's trouble. Um, I want to go back. There's another headline here, and I think this is an important one. This is from Tucker, right? Uh, Tucker says Biden-Harris regime is importing millions from third world to hate white people. There's a, a nice little video on it. Um, let's think about that, right? Let's, let's think about that. You got all of these people coming through the southern border from all over the world. It's not just, yeah, everybody likes to think it's just, you know, some Mexican people who are trying to, you know, escape poverty or some, some people, you know, from some third world countries trying to escape as refugees. That's not what's happening. We have military, it's Chinese and Iranians. We have all sorts of people from all over the world. We've got all sorts of bad things coming, right? So with that, with that, what, what's the result of bringing all these people in? And what about the people who, you know, maybe they're not military, maybe they're not terrorists, but maybe, you know, we've got a ton of people coming from countries all over the world who have no cultural awareness of what America is. Now, I'm all for bringing in people with different experiences, that and other, but we've got to come together and support America. Right? We've got to have the America aspects of this first. And if you come in and you don't understand our country, our history, our culture, our background, and you're just let to run amok, you're not going to integrate into an American culture. You're going to shift American culture over time. This is something that's occurring on a massive scale when Biden lets millions of immigrants in that aren't here for good reasons and they aren't being, you know, properly integrated into our country, our laws, our society. Um, you know, I'm all for allowing people who are true refugees in. But we still have to integrate them into the society. Well, what are we going to do? Just have a giant welfare state because they can't work? Because they can't get along with people? They can't re- relate to other Americans? How are we going to do this? You know, what happens there? And how is this fair? Let's look at what we're creating. Let's say that a, a, you have a true refugee mom and dad. That make it across the southern border Mm -hmm. without a coyote. And they get here. But there's no mechanism for them to integrate. How are they going to learn to integrate? What are they going to do with their kids? How are their kids going to learn to integrate? How are they going to be able to function in our society? What we're doing is creating, along with the sex trafficking and the drug trafficking and everything else, we're also creating this permanent underclass, right? Yeah. There's, there's just this huge permanent underclass that we're creating and it is an absolute disaster and it's a horrible thing. Everything we're doing is just evil right now. It's, it's sad.
1: And those who are coming over, immigrating lawfully or, or attempting to, I mean, there was the the British gal that spoke at one of the Reawaken tours and I loved her. She joked about how it was easier for her to come in through Mexico. I mean, we are like a laughing stock to the world. I mean, yeah, I've. I have family from all over the world, and when I travel, I have to go through a lot to get in and out. It's not, and that's just that's just traveling. Let alone yeah. to actually become a, a citizen. Yeah. Um, there's questions. There's things they go through. The, the borders are absolutely closed. They're screening people. We are the laughing stock to the to the world, and then this undermines all those that do it lawfully. I have a lot of friends that immigrated here, their families immigrated here and had to go through the entire process of becoming a citizen, doing the testing and integrating into the system lawfully. When we aren't, aren't instilling that in the border, we have an open border. It, it, it takes that all away from them. That pride that they had to become an American, they don't yeah. have it anymore. You've taken that from them yeah. because- it's it's you're not doing it to anyone else anymore we've literally just opened the borders and said it's a free-for-all
0: yeah i yeah i just we we've created such a mess and there's so many other things i'd really like to be able to talk about on this like i'd love to get into cbdc's because you know we're getting kind of all these different things this show but we're going to be running out of time here um i hope people will support us at tomrens.com we need everybody to go there tomrens.com support us Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Rumble. Follow us everywhere. Share the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Rens Show. And, uh, you know, help us get the word out. We need everybody to go to TomRenz.com, 20 bucks a month. You can go to the Rens Law, give, send, go. It's give, send, go slash Rens Law. Uh, you know, but we need 20 bucks a month. This is how we keep in business. This is how we keep going. This is how we keep fighting. This is how we do all these things. Uh, you know, this is a, a huge, huge deal. And uh, we need your support on it. Um, I, I think it's a big deal. By the way, uh, someone someone's mentioning here in the comments, uh, and there I agree with them. CBDCs will be the counter to BRICS. Uh, I don't disagree that that's part of the positioning here. You got to have you got to have a, a, a conflict between the two sides, and that's how it's going to happen. But you know, you could talk about this stuff. We need to, we need to get this out there. We need to examine this further, but we need your support at tomrens.com to do it. Thank you all for listening. Please hit share. We'll be back soon.